Welcome to Multiversal Q, your guide to the comic book multiverse. Now in podcast form. I'm Luke. I'm Devin. And we're talking with our other otherworldly count. Oh, otherworldly. We're having a otherworldly conversation. Yeah. Uh, so this week, because. We need extra content, and we aren't doing the role-playing game special for a myriad of reasons that came up. Uh, we're going to be talking about some recent comics, some movies we've we've seen, and maybe a bit of what makes a good alternate universe story. So are you ready, Devin? I'm ready. So do you want to talk movies first? Because, I mean, we've both seen Criminal, and I've seen Jungle Book at this point. So. Yeah, let's do it. And I saw Hardcore Henry. Uh, That's like a superhero film. Well, let's talk about the movie we both saw. I saw Criminal at like a preview screening, and you saw it. It's not at a preview screening, it was oh. just at a later date. Yeah. It is a really weird movie. It, it feels like three parts of different movies that are put together, and as a result, it is just like this unwieldy mess in a way. Like, it's so confusing about some of the choices they made that it's the ending engaging. bothered me oh yeah the ending where it's like oh well now i guess you're in love with this guy who doesn't look like your husband who you know used to kill people who previously assaulted you uh we're going to have spoilers for criminal i guess but yeah yeah no that ending made no oh, sense see, that's not even part of the ending that bothered me oh because I just chalk that up to it's a science fiction film. Of course, somehow you're going to look past all that. No, what bothered me was Gary Oldman of, I'm going to give him a job. I'm like, remember that time where he murdered two of your agents like in the car and escaped, and then on the way to the final battle, killed like a good, I would say, 20 police officers in the process. I'm like, no, Gary Oldman would have put a goddamn bullet in his head yeah. and called it a day. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Bad show, Commissioner Gordon. Yep. Also, his hair was not on point for that movie. It was not. And, like, the weirdest thing for me is that they showed, like, how they kill the final villain in the preview. With that, like, scene yep. where it's the, like, airplane getting hit with the missile. It's like, you you showed how you kill the villain. Is it because you don't have enough interesting scenes because like some of the battles were or like some of the fights were not interesting at all no they weren't though i was very excited when i saw who the villain was i was trying to place him for the entire movie he's the bad guy in the very much the superior film bad boys 2 you do love your bad boys movies i do you who also loves the bad boys edgar wright mm-hmm he knew what it was all about when he made Hot Fuzz. So, yeah, it was such a weird movie, especially since, like, almost all of the actors have been in superhero movies recently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, see, I mean, you have Wonder Woman, you have Papa Kent, you have Deadpool, you got Agent K, slash also the General. Yeah. And Commissioner Gordon. And Commissioner Gordon. And Deadpool. Charlie Jones was in it way less than I thought he was going to be. Ryan Reynolds was in it way more than I thought he would be. I also agree with that, too. I thought he was going to be in there for, like, a scene. 
Because he's not on like any of the posters or anything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think you could have made a really good movie one of like three different ways. Well, like, Ryan Reynolds will eventually make that movie because he made this movie called Selfless last year. That was borderline the same kind of plot. It was Ben Kingsley gets put in his head so that he doesn't die as an old man. And then more science fiction things happen there. Well, it's like here the whole relationship with the family just really didn't fit with the like brutal violence that we saw this guy doing for no reason. Yeah. And then like they had bullshit computer hacking stuff in a world where they could have just been like yeah, we've got future technology. It's like they wanted to do a brutal, like, action movie, but that got really messed up with the sci-fi-ness of the premise and, like, them trying to tack on the emotional heart to it. They wanted yeah. to do, like, this movie about, like, transhumanism and what makes the human mind, but that's undone by, like, the brutal violence and the spy stuff. And then they wanted to do the sci-fi movie, but they set it in a world that was otherwise too real minus the stupid hacking stuff basically guys it's just a not as good version of face off everyone go home tonight watch face off okay uh and then do you want to talk what have you seen that i have not seen face off i've seen you get home tonight and watch face off i'm already at home oh well you should just put on face off i'm sure it's on like something on one of the streaming sites, yeah. Netflix, Hulu, one of them got it, I'm sure. Or I can just rent it on iTunes. Or that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then you also saw Hardcore Henry, which I have no desire to see, so why not oh, yeah. talk about that? Well, I was disappointed. I had tickets for that and the new Jake Gyllenhaal movie, Demolition. My roommates wanted to go see Hardcore Henry, so that's what we wanted to see. Wait. Mistake. Devin, did you say you were disappointed? It was. I mean, it was, like, really cool for, like, the first, like, Hold on, hold on, hold on. You said you were disappointed? I was disappointed. Oh, the button's not working anymore on the website. But anyway... Yeah, it was, like, really cool for, like, the first, like, half hour or so. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the fight scenes kind of just became the same. It's like, oh, we have some weird hardcore fight scene. Oh, now there's gonna be a chase mission. Oh, now we're going to have a big, brutal fight scene. Oh, chase mission. And after a while, it just got to be the same. And just, that movie was... even. I'm not usually affected by shaky motion cam, but I was getting a splitting headache from that film. Good times. Yeah, I heard it's all the fun of like watching another person play a video game. Except yeah, the game isn't really is. good. Yeah. And yeah, like, the plot line did not make any sense. What's-his-name was at least there, though. Like the uh, support character? What? Like the guy who's sort of the support character? Yeah, from what's his name? From District 9. Charlotte Copley, yeah. He was great in it. But every time he was not on screen, I was losing interest quick. Whenever the kids are... Whenever he's not on screen, the kids should be asking, Where is Poochie? <laughs> yes. And then... Oh, I saw What's It Called 2. Everybody Wants Some, Richard Linklater's uh, sequel to Dazed and Confused. Uh, Devin, that's not a movie with a sci-fi premise at all. Or, like, fantasy elements. We aren't talking about that. Oh, man. Yeah. But it's got... 
It's got Chad Radwell in it, and he was in that great horror TV show, Scream Queens. How how is everyone wants some? It's actually really good. Like that was by far the best thing I've seen so far this year. Better than Deadpool. It's like on par of Deadpool. <laughs> okay. Well, I ended up seeing Jungle Book Thursday night, and the biggest thing I'd say against it is it doesn't have a reason to exist, except to make you want to like see the original animated movie again. It's like but Christopher. Luke, there's gonna be a sequel. What? But Luke, there's going to be a sequel. You mean the movie that Warner Brothers is putting out, or like? No, his... but I heard they already announced Disney's making a sequel to this film. Well, yeah, because in the end, spoiler, Mowgli does not go into the human village. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, no, they end with him, like, not really a spoiler if you know Jungle Book, like, killing Shere Khan. But, like... Is that how the Disney one ended? It's been so long, I No, no, like, the original one ended with, like, Mowgli going into the human village because he sees a girl he likes. Oh, I mean, there was that part. Does he kill Shere Khan, though? I don't remember. Okay, uh, I guess it's more my, that's more what I was questioning. I don't remember if he actually killed Shere Khan or not. But yeah, like, none of the music is as good as the original. Like, you can't replace... Uh, I Wanna Be Like You? Yeah, with Christopher Walken singing it as inexplicably being a giant, like, 20-foot orangutan. Oh, man. Really? Because that sounds kind of awesome. It sounds awesome, but he doesn't go walking enough. Ah. He walks it back. Come on, walking. <laughs> uh, Scarlett Johansson does a really good cover of Ka's song, which is like the only cover that is at least on par with the original. Especially but it, like a good singer. Yeah, but it's like Bill Murray's... Bill Murray pretty much like half-asses uh, Bare Necessities. And... Like, the kid who's playing Mowgli does a fine enough job for being, like, a kid actor because they can't just use a voice actor. But it's... They could have. Well, and it's like, I'm glad... How that... interesting a film that would have been if they would have voiced over a small child. <laughs> With, like, a 30-year-old's voice. Did you hear about, like, the stuff they're, like, looking into for the Ghost in the Shell live-action movie? No. Oh, then everyone hates it, apparently, but... Yeah, well, because they've got Scarlett Johansson playing an Asian character. Yeah. But they also looked into technology that would make her look Asian. Oh, that's great. Yeah, digital yellow face. I don't know, people are getting upset about that, and I had mixed opinions, because it was like, everyone, no one got mad when Japan made the, um... What's it called? Oh, Attack on Titan, even though every single person in that one's European, and that's like actually a very important plot point except, to that anime. Except that like the movie was made for a directly Japanese-only audience and for people who like hunt down Japanese media. Uh, I guess that. Like, the U.S. movies are getting screened all over the world, and they're like major blockbusters in every country. Yeah. Oh, that's the ones who put them out. My uh, brother, hey Will, uh, he ended up finally seeing the uh, South Korean cut of Deadpool after only seeing the Vietnamese cut of Deadpool. They cut out 
all of the nudity stuff. So like when Deadpool meets, uh, blanking on her name now, and it goes straight from them playing skee-ball to Christmas. Oh, God. Yeah. And my brother's like, wow, they, uh, they have a really quick relationship. And then, like, you saw the uh, South Korean ver- South Korean version. He's like, oh, that, that explains a lot of it. But, yeah. True. My big things with uh, Jungle Book are it never really validates its need to exist. The environments, like, they're lush, but they're also somehow lifeless. Like, the whole green... The green screening stuff, like, all the digital animals, it's... Like... I I would have rather seen an animated movie instead. It's like, why go for this lifelike realism if you're telling a fantasy story? Mm-hmm. Like, ultimately... The fact that it had no reason to exist, it didn't really add a lot of value to the original story, and except for the Scarlett Johansson cover that they only played over the credits, like, none of the music is better. It, like, it, it it's a well-constructed movie, it's a well-acted movie, but it has no point. Okay. So, I mean, it's like a solid B-plus movie. But I have, like, I would have been fine not seeing it had I known what it was. Okay, well, let's talk now about trailers. Oh, hold on, hold on. But you know what they should have done, considering that they had, uh, what's his name, who directed Iron Man 1 and 2 on this movie? John Favreau. Yeah. They should have made a Kazar movie. And built, like, the Marvel Universe up by doing a really weird Marvel Jungle Book with Kazar and Zabu and, like, Sauron. Or if you can't use Sauron, you use one of, like, the lesser people, like, Zaladane. And you put in Belasco and you have, like, the Savage World and Devil Dinosaur and all that stuff. Like, that would have been my jam. It would have been cool. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I question whether they'll ever make a Kazar movie. No, they will probably never make a Kazar movie. Because like, no one... he's actually been showing up recently, like more and more in like their other like media. Yeah, but I mean that's mostly been the place where he's shown up. Like he was in the X Men animated series from the nineties, and yeah, it was like Spider Man and all that stuff. But yeah, no, I I've got a pitch for a uh, Kazar movie with set up for a sequel. So if you want to hear that, Marvel, give me a call. That's... I don't know, here we go. Marvel Studios announced in 2009 that properties including Doc Strange, Kazar, Luke Cage, Dazzler, and Power Pack were among those being considered for development. Hmm. Well, Marvel, give me a call. I've got a really strong um, Kazar pitch. I feel like, of like those weird fringe-type characters, I feel like Kazar might have the best chance only because there is a market for like those Jungle Book type of films. Mm-hmm. And like Warner Brothers is doing a Jungle Book movie in yeah, so I feel like there is like there is like a place and a niche for that audience. And you, and you know what it is, Devin? It's Jungle Book plus dinosaurs and dinosaur people. Yeah, so it's like there. Jungle Book plus Lord of the Rings plus and honestly they should, Jurassic Park. Look how great Jurassic World did like two years ago. Mm-hmm. Right, no, last year actually. Yeah. So yeah, I've got a pitch. It's also got a uh, Texas Twister. 
Oh, man. In it, yeah. But, uh, yeah, let's... I, I haven't really been watching any trailers. Well, there's only two. There's basically two. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the Doctor Strange trailer? Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that one. I like it. There's still issues I have with, like, some of the casting choices that they have. It's like, you yeah. didn't need to have a white dude playing the uh, ancient one. You didn't need to have a... You didn't need to have a well, white dude. A, well, it's not a white dude. It's oh, a white you didn't dude. need to have a white person playing the ancient one. You didn't need to have a white dude playing Doctor Strange. Otherwise, it looks interesting. Yeah. It looks trippy. I, I don't know how I feel about Benedict's voice. I thought it was fine. His American accent, no, I thought it was weird. I haven't seen oh, him. No, I guess here's my problem with the trailer. It's not even like really a problem. It's It didn't look bad. Like It looked good. It looked visually like stunning. Mm-hmm. But it didn't get me excited. Yeah, I like well, after that. watching it, it's just I wasn't like, oh man, I can't wait for that to come out. You want to see your giant flame-headed Dormammu, who's like, I you shall destroy the world. Yeah. It's like all I can tell is that there's gonna be some really cool stuff, but it didn't give any indication as to what this movie's even gonna be about. Show even me some mindless like, ones. Those strangers like origin and such. Yeah. Well, I mean. This story is going to be his origin, which is a story. Yeah. Which I was fine with, because, like, they're talking about characters who they want to just, like, skip the origin story with. I'm like, I don't know. I feel like any character, I feel like Strange is the one of the few people who are actually, like, this is origin. You can skip so many characters' origins or, like, boil them down. I mean, no one's... Like, maybe Bla Black Panther has a origin but that's only because of like the cultural stuff in it that you'd need to explain because you have to like mm -hmm. get through Wakanda but like they're tossing into civil war so it's fine I feel like it'll be explored in his own solo film though maybe um, I can see flashbacks I feel like that's probably how it'll end up being but what was the uh, other trailer oh Star Wars Rogue One. Oh yeah well Disney recognized that it was my birthday and they decided to give me a great gift Mm-hmm. Happy post-birthday, Devin. Yep. All I can say is I'm, like, very excited for that. Okay. Well, uh, what what comics have you been reading recently? Well, let's see. I haven't had a chance to read any this week, but I picked up all my Spider comics, which is pretty much 90% of what I buy. Got the new issue of Web Warriors. The second issue of The Amazing Spider-Man and Silk, uh, crossover event mm -hmm. which sadly there's no digital copy with but I'll accept that new Amazing Spider-Man new issue of Spidey and my uh, shop does a thing where they'll put like several issues together into a little bundles like, well, yeah into a bundle Yeah. so I got issues 3 through 5 of Edge of Spider-Verse for 2 bucks nice yeah well, I ended up picking up the Unbelievable Gwynpool number one, which I like Chris Hastings' work a lot, because he was the guy who made Dr. McNinja. But, like... How is it? Because, like, I've been very, like, skeptical. It didn't blow me away. I mean, there's, like, some fun stuff, and I actually laughed out loud at a few moments in the book. So I'll probably keep with it through the first arc, but I want to see how it develops further. X-Men 92 continues to be fantastic. They introduced the first Russian super soldier, 
who is Alpha Red, because you know, like the last one was Omega Red. Yeah. And uh, issue two, Chris Sims turns Jubilee back into a vampire. <laughs> but uh, she has not been depowered otherwise, so that's fine. Uh, I picked up Heartthrob this week, which was really, really good. That's by uh, Chris Sabella and Robert Wilson the Fourth. Okay. And do you know the premise of it? Yeah. A uh, woman ends up getting a heart transplant, and her personality completely changes after that. And she also starts seeing this guy who has been appearing before her. And it turns out that he is the person whose heart she now has, and he used to be a master thief. So, like, because her personality has changed, she no longer wants her old life and her old job. She's going to uh, mess with stuff. Nice. She's going to become a master criminal. Yeah, it is uh, interesting. It's like a very period PC thing. Oh, the 50th anniversary issue of Silver Surfer came out this week. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, like, Silver Surfer is the book that people forget to talk about how interesting it is most of the time. It's because I have to get to that book usually because I'm not going to lie. Yeah, but I mean, it's been really strong throughout. And then uh, there's another castle. I picked up the second issue, but I'm really not feeling the book. It's one where the premise is a lot more interesting than the actual world. Like... The premise is a princess gets captured by monsters, her prince is coming to save her, but like the prince is sort of like shitty at what he does, so she has to keep sheeking out to uh like help him along the way. But like it feels very underdeveloped as far as the world goes. It doesn't feel like a very vibrant it feels too controlled. Mm. And, like, that's really not sitting with me as a person who, like, loves a lot of background stuff, who loves a lot of, like, development, and so I'm just not feeling the series. So I'll probably drop it with issue two. Goodbye, Ed. Oh, the other thing that came out, too, was the, um, did you get the 75th anniversary Captain America trailer? Or, uh, book, rather? Nope. No, Okay. Well, you know, like, there's, like, they gave out, they've been giving out a couple of these type of books, like, the last couple of years, there's, like, that big Avengers book for, like, the, their anniversary that came out last year, that just kind of gave, like, the history of all of them. They're, like, kind of, like, a big, like, thick, stylized magazine, they did one for the 75th anniversary of Marvel last year as well. Huh. No, yeah. I haven't. Yeah. They did one for Captain America for his 75th. Cool. Yeah, no, I haven't seen that at all. No, too bad. Well, uh, since we're getting close to hitting 24 minutes, we'll just wrap it up here. With uh, Next time we'll try and talk about what makes a good alternate universe story. If there's comics that we should check out, or movies that you think we might enjoy, or any other topics you'd like us to cover, let us know, and we'd love to talk about it more on Otherworldly Conversations. Um... Uh, Otherworldly Conversations is a sub-podcast of Multiversal Q. Uh, we update every once in a while when we have a shorter episode of the podcast or when we just need to talk about stuff. Uh, if you have questions, you can message us at Multiversal Q. Uh, oh, congratulations to our contest winner who finally received his prizes today. Yay! 
Yeah, uh, Kyle Latino met up with me at Space last weekend and gave me the variant sketch cover that he had made for Contest of Champions number one, and I got the original art for our current podcast. And we also have uh, new postcards that I printed up, so if you're interested in one of those, consider backing our Kickstarter. No, consider backing our Patreon, and I will definitely send you one if you pledge for, like, over a dollar. Uh, yeah, you can find more out about Multiversal Q at MultiversalQ.com, and we're on the Twitter at Multiversal Q. Like, just check social media if there's Multiversal Q. It's us. Uh, where can they find you, Devin? Find me at Twitter at FredoFetch, F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-E-T. And where you can, can find you, Luke? Uh, you can find me at Coltreg, that's K-O-L-T-R-E-G. We will be back next week with our more podcast stuff. Peace.